Your landing page is the main tool that you're using to capture people and bring them into your ecosystem. So wouldn't it make sense if you were able to boost your landing page conversions and you knew exactly how to analyze the data to do that? Welcome back to the Bonaventure MS Digital Marketing Show. My name's Jonathan, and today I wanna to talk to you about boosting your landing page conversions. And specifically, I wanna give you the most important factors that you can split test on your landing pages in order to see that increase or you know see that decrease and then adjust for it <laughs> so when it comes to a landing page really the whole purpose of the first landing page that your customer or your prospects ever going to experience in your business is that you want to be giving away your freebie, your lead magnet, whatever you want to call it, in exchange for their name and their email address. Now, I've already outlined very many times <laughs> what your landing page should look like. So let me just draw it out again real quick, just so that we have something to work with while I explain this. So your typical landing page is going to have, oof. <laughs> pretend all my lines are straight. <laughs> Headline, you're gonna have photo copy button Headline number two. Copy. 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 And another call to action. <laughs> there we go. So essentially that's what your, your landing page should look like. You could be a lot more simple than that, you could be a lot more complex than that, but that's it. Now a few important things to note about this. You should always have, either within your headline or within your copy, you can go without having this headline and just go directly into this, but somewhere in the top part of your page, you need to have what's called a market callout. And so a market callout is the idea that when someone arrives on your page, they're gonna know right away what person you're offering your thing to. So if I'm running if I'm running a weight loss business for busy single moms, somewhere up here I'll have how this busy single mom lost 15 pounds in one month, right? Just something so that my audience knows right away that when they land on my page, they're in the right place. Another thing that's really important is to have if this, let's assume this photo is going to be a photo of your lead magnet, right? So if we have the photo of the lead magnet there to make it tangible, that oftentimes will boost the conversion rate. I'm actually testing right now because sometimes when you put a photo of you, it makes it a little bit more personable and so that boosts your conversions in the long term. Other times it's better to just have a photo of that. So I'm running a few tests on that right now. I can't tell you right now what's working best because these tests just started, but it's a long-term play, so I probably won't have really great results anytime soon to share. So we'll assume that this is gonna be a photo of your lead magnet. 
on there, you want the title to be visible to the person who's landing on your page, and you want the title of your lead magnet to be super clear, super concise about what the person is getting. Don't try to make it artsy, don't try to make it poetic, just straight up tell them, like going back to the busy moms example, if my lead magnet is for that audience, my lead magnet's just gonna be three tips to losing 15 pounds this month for busy single moms, right? Something super simple, super obvious, super plain like that. Then another element we wanna have is to make sure that on the button, there is non-generic text, right? Because a lot of people, what I see is that they have a button that says something like submit or um, enter, right? <laughs> I don't know, just garbage generic stuff. So on your CTA buttons, you probably wanna have, what I do is start it out with an emoji or an alt code symbol. So either like an arrow or a check mark and have it say like, yes, give me my thing or yes, I want my thing or sign up for the thing, right? Whatever it is, just make it specific so that when the person clicks on that, they're making that micro agreement that yes, they do actually want what it is you're offering. Um, then another important thing is just really have all of your copy reflect clear, concise what the person is getting out of it. And down here, you wanna have it describe the, just go into like your customer's pain points, the benefits that you're offering, just classic copy stuff, right? Nothing too big to worry about. You don't need to do super in-depth customer research or anything, but you should already know your prospect. You should know what they want. That should be reflected in, their, in your copy. Another important thing to note is that on your call to action, or your call to action, sorry, should be above the fold, which means that when somebody lands on your page, they should be able to click it, not have to scroll down to find it. So on mobile, that means that this part right here has to be the first thing that they see. So if you have the ability to switch these around so that that's on top in mobile, definitely do that. When you're optimizing for desktop, just have it be in the top section here. I think that's really the most important parts for what definitely needs to be included on your landing page. If you don't have those, implement them now because everything that you do that I just described is going to boost your conversions if it's not already there, right? This is something that I have no doubt in my mind about. This is, <laughs> it's really just basic stuff, right? When it comes to design, when it comes to copywriting. But now, when it comes to split testing, split testing can be a little bit harder because we're not necessarily sure, like we can make our best first guess, but there's no way to be sure right away what's gonna convert well and what's not. So there are a few different elements that I like to test on each of my landing pages in order to optimize it to make sure that the people coming in, I'm capturing as many of them as I possibly can. So first thing is, um, I'm just gonna scratch this out because I don't usually put that part in there. So imagine this is my landing page. Excuse me, the first thing you can test is the photo here. Like I said before, Try with a photo of your lead magnet or try with a photo of you with a little bit of text underneath to create that relationship and to create that connection right away. 
it used to be, I know in the past, the photo of the lead magnet would often convert better, but there are a few people who I know who run with and swear by the photo of yourself for long-term relationship building results, right? So test it out, see what happens, and track which landing page each of these people landed on, and see just in the long term as they move through your sequences, if one ends up giving higher open rates, or one ends up giving higher click-through rates, or conversion rates, sales, whatever the case may be. That's one of the elements that you could test. Another one is the copy here, which in my case is the headline that would normally go up there. If you put the headline up here, it's probably just a little blurb about whatever it is you have here. So if you want to test the copy here, it'll be really headline tests. So um, benefit versus pain driven, right? Either avoid this thing or gain this thing. And you could also try to focus on different pain points or different benefits. So let's say I'm doing one of my lead magnets is the copy checklist, right? So it's five things that you can do right now to boost your sales page conversions. And I think it's phrased as um, just to comply with Facebook advertising. I think it's five things that I do to boost my conversions by whatever percentage in 30 minutes or 60 minutes or less. It's something like that. So that's my big promise, right? But if your lead magnet is going to have more than one angle that you can tackle it from, try out, let's say it's a social media guide, right? Try out the angle of it's gonna get you more followers. Then try out the angle of it's gonna get you more engagement. Then try another angle that's gonna, or that says um, it's gonna teach you how to make a really good looking profile, right? because you can have a really good idea of what your audience is looking for, but you can't know for sure what the best thing is gonna be for them. The next element that you can test is the CTA button. As a general rule, your call to action button should always be a color that contrasts. I don't know if I should say to or from. <laughs> it's a contrasting color compared to your background. So let's say your background is light blue, try with yellow, try with red, right? It should always be a contrasting color, but there are a lot of colors that it could be. Traditionally, the call to action button was always red because that was, that was the golden rule, right? Like make your call to action button red, it's gonna convert better than anything, period. But now it's, we're straying a little bit away from that and more towards have it reflect your brand and your personality. So start off with a test that would be like red versus one of the colors that reflects your brand. So in my case, that would be blue, right? Try out red versus blue. If you see that red is converting better, try out red versus yellow. If you see that yellow outconverts that, try out yellow versus green. I don't think I've ever seen a green CTA button. <laughs> Usually it's like blue, red, or yellow, but just try out if nothing else, at least those three colors, to see which one of these, or see which one of them pulls in the most conversions. Because there is one that's gonna put in, or that's gonna pull in a lot more conversions than the other two, you just can't know for sure what it's gonna be. Um, and then, I guess just another thing that you can test, really because this, this is the most important part, because what I've found and I think that this is just general industry stuff for marketing, but usually people will get in there, right? They're gonna opt in up here, and anybody who doesn't opt in up there, if they scroll down here, this isn't 
super important as long as it's, you know, good copy as opposed to bad copy. <laughs> if they bother to scroll down, usually they're gonna hit that CTA button. But you can also try, well, I would say always have that and that'd be the same color, right? So you can try changing that one out to reflect the changes that you're making in that one. But you can still try changing up the copy, seeing if it has any major results. But by the time you've run all these split tests, usually that's gonna be like, if you're doing a week or two weeks per split test, then you've got like two things that you're testing there, four or five things you're testing there, three things you're testing there, so you're two, three months deep. And <laughs> you might not necessarily want to play around with that just to get those extra two, three percent. But hey, if you have the time, do it. If not, don't worry about it. Really first, before anything else, focus on this. And another important thing to note for split tests, sometimes people don't understand that running a split test you have to only change one element at a time, right? So don't change the photo and the copy and the button color because then you're not going to be able to narrow down what change was beneficial and what changes were detrimental, right? For example, if I have this running against like a blue button versus a red button, I would know for sure looking at those two split tests, and there's a lot of plugins that you can use if you're using WordPress for this. If you're using ClickFunnels, it just comes with the software, right? Um, so let's say we're doing blue versus red. The red one gets 25% more, right? So we know for sure, keep the red one, test it against yellow. Yellow beats out red one again, so we keep red. Move on to photo, right? Change that. We can narrow down exactly what is having the effect and the percentage at which it's increasing or decreasing the conversions. But if I'm running photo of my lead magnet red button, photo of me blue button, then both of those are gonna play on the conversion rates and it's gonna mess up my data. I'm not gonna be able to optimize it properly just because there are gonna be so many factors at play that I'm not going to be able to keep track of what's actually happening and what's actually affecting my conversions. So on that, I hope you learned a little bit about split testing. Go out, implement this. Like I said, first try out photo, try out copy, try out call to action. And if you wanna go deeper than that, then you can play around with the rest of it. <laughs> but just top section, most important for your landing page more than anything else. Um, on that, I'm going to leave you. <laughs> Have an awesome day. Hopefully you came away with some value here, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.